Exodus chapter 19. On the first day of the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, on that very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they set out from Rephidim, they entered the desert of Sinai, and Israel camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the descendants of Jacob, and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. So Moses went back and summoned the elders of the people and set before them all the words the Lord had commanded him to speak. The people all responded together, We will do everything the Lord has said. So Moses brought their answer back to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you and will always put their trust in you. Then Moses told the Lord what the people had said. And the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Make them wash their clothes and be ready by the third day because on that day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Down to verse 16. On the morning of the third day there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very long trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace and the whole mountain trembled violently. As the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke and the voice of God answered him. On to chapter 20. And the Lord spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you 
nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honour your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbour. You shall not covet your neighbour's house. You shall not covet your neighbour's wife, or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbour. When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Morning, everybody. Good to see you all. Uh, Let me just pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Well, this is the uh, third in our new series uh, called Work in Progress. And we're looking at the, uh, the people of Israel uh, who've been rescued from Egypt and now they're in the wilderness. And uh, we're looking at how God is, is shaping them in that time. Um, so let's see what we've got today. Um, first of all, I think I want to say that um, it's good here at St. Margaret's how we, we emphasize uh, the love of God and that God longs to have relationship with us and he loves us and he loves us and he loves us. That's primarily what we, we speak about at St. Margaret's and that's only right. However, in this passage, uh, we... we we hear about the holiness and the power of God. And perhaps sometimes we, we don't emphasize the holiness and the power of God. So that's where I'm starting. God has a passion for us and he doesn't want us to be any less than what we can be. And that means that God wants us to be holy. So the Lord wants us to learn holiness from him. Thank you, Nick. I was just going to ask Nick to put that up there, and he's already done it. He's good, isn't he? Let's give Nick a clap. (laughs) Uh, When we were praying earlier, um, Nathaniel kind of named us all around the room. uh, Sorry, our circles, we were praying. I thought, that's lovely, isn't it? That's, That's a... 
kind of a picture of how God sees us. God gives us a name, doesn't he? And he calls us by name. That's in, just remember that as we go through this uh, uh, sermon today. So, our passage today finds the Israelites three months after they've left Egypt. It says that right at the start of chapter 19. It says, and on that very day, three months and, and on their journey in the wilderness. And, and where have they got to? Well, they're at Mount Sinai. Does anybody know what happened at Mount Sinai? A few, a few chapters before this, what happened at Mount Sinai? Nobody knows that? <laughs> Go on, Jamie, tell it is indeed. It's where um, Moses meets God in the form of a burning bush in Exodus chapter 3. And uh, you think, why am, I, why am I telling you about this when we're on, on chapter 19? Well, I think this will tell us a little bit about who God is. So, uh, the Lord appears to Moses in a burning bush. And... Um, what this tells us that the Lord wants relationship with people. He appears to Moses and he tells Moses his name. Names are really important, aren't they? They mean a lot to us. And God tells Moses his name. He says, I am who I am. And uh, so, so he wants relationship with Moses and his people. But at the same time, he says to Moses, this is holy ground, take off your shoes. I think this, this passage tells us something about what the word holy means. Holy. We use a lot of words, don't we? We never really think what they mean, holy. Um, in the Bible, holy means separate, bright, glorious. It's kind of something that's set apart. It's a word to describe God. God is holy, set apart. He's, he's different, other than his creation. But in this passage where he meets Moses, he is holy, but he also wants relationship. So he's apart, but he also wants intimacy with his people. God is holy. So the holy God of Israel has rescued his people. And then he goes on to tell Moses a few things which, which demonstrate that God, besides being holy, is love. God tells Moses to tell the people this. I carried you on, weagles, sorry, on eagle's wings and bore you to myself. Isn't that beautiful poetry, that? I carried you on eagle's wings and bore you to myself. So he brings them out of Egypt. He rescues them. He tells them, you will be my treasured possession. He's telling them that he loves them. And he's got great plans for them. He says, you will be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. A kingdom of priests and a holy nation. God's restating the covenant, the agreement, that he made with Abraham. And with Abraham, he says to Abraham, I will bless you that you will be a blessing to the whole world. This, I think, is, 
is a restatement of that, that covenant. So this is what God says, but first there's some work to be done, to, to begin. There's work in progress. The people need to learn how to be God's people. So they begin by learning the holiness and the power of God. Uh, chapter 19 is, uh, is wonderful, isn't it? It's, uh, it needs a bit of a... Uh, needs us to go to the cinema and watch it on the screen, this, this kind of mountain that there's a cloud and thunder and lightning uh, which demonstrates the holiness, the power of God. It's very dramatic. It, it seems a bit weird to us, doesn't it? I, I don't know about you, but it seems weird to me, uh, this, this scene, this, this mountain uh, enveloped by God, the, the, the cloud, the thunder, the lightning. It's, it's a bit alien to us. And I wonder if, if, if sometimes we, we neglect this, this wonder of God, this, this awe, awesomeness of God. Um, I don't know if, you, if like me, sometimes when we're worshipping especially, I find myself kind of um, thinking I'm not worthy and um, I lack holiness. And did, did you ever just say anything? Yeah, somebody's novelty, that's good. Uh, it's not just me. So especially in worship, I, I find this. But at the same time, even when I feel like this and, and kind of trembling in God's presence, and we, we feel God's presence here, don't we? Uh, even when I tremble in God's presence, I, I get this sense that, that God loves me and the mercy and grace of God is there at the same time. Like Moses at the burning bush. God's there. It's, it's a dramatic experience, but God loves him. So the holy God desires that his people are holy just like he is holy. The context of the Ten Commandments is that God loves his people and he wants them to be holy. They're not really um, a stick to beat the people with. Uh, they are, in the words of... Um, Anthony Billington here. He says, The Ten Commandments are not the way of redemption, but the walk of the redeemed. In other words, we don't get right with God by doing these commandments. God has already showed us that he loves us. And these, we, we obey these commandments to show that we love God back in return. Do you, do you understand that? Um... Here's somebody else speaking about the Ten Commandments. Nicky Gumbel. Who's Nicky Gumbel? <laughs> Not the Pope, no. <laughs> he, uh, he's uh, a great man who, who wrote the Alpha Course. And here is he, what he says. The Ten Commandments were not given as a ladder that people had to climb to get into, into God's presence. Rather, they were a God-given pattern of life for those who already who had already known God's grace and redemption. Okay? 
So we don't have to climb a ladder to get to God. God's already come down the ladder in Jesus to, to you. Uh, but, but by obeying the commandments, we, we show that we love God and we want to be known as God's people. The, the Ten Commandments are really designed to lead the Israelites to a life of practical holiness. This is what holiness looks like, these commandments. It, in a sense, they set boundary lines within which there is freedom. Boundary lines. The, one of my favorite uh, uh, verses in the Bible is this one. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. God sets us boundary lines within which there is freedom. We can go outside these boundary lines, but we get into trouble then. If we stay in the boundary lines, there's freedom. I wonder if you're someone who, who instinctively likes rules. Some of us do. Uh, or are you, are you the kind of person who uh, instinctively rebels against the rules? We're kind of both and, aren't we? We, 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 we all do, do both of those. But at heart, I think we all know, even the youngest children know, that we need rules. Uh, let me just, take, just uh, illustrate that. So I love football. And uh, football's a wonderful game. But without rules, it's uh, chaos. Imagine without rules. It soon descend into uh, players kicking lumps out of each other. If there were no boundary lines, you wouldn't know how, when to stop. You'd just go on forever. And, um, and there'd be no offside, would there? <laughs> um, I, I do feel sorry for referees... Has anybody ever been to a, a if you're a parent, been to a, a child's football game and the, the parents on the side of the, the pitch shouting at the referee is just incredible. It's just, just so aggressive. Anyway, um, and you can watch Match of the Day and the, the pundits are berating referees all the time, aren't they? But we really, we need rules, don't we? Without them. Uh, football's not worth it. And in a sense, life gets messed up. The Ten Commandments are, uh, are pretty good, actually, aren't they? They, uh, they? they kind of, if you look at them, they make a lot of sense. Let's look at them a little bit more. So while I said God is love, the Ten Commandments really about us, about us loving God. So the first four commandments are about how we respond to God's love by loving God back. As 1 John puts it, we love because he first loved us. Uh, the Ten Commandments, in a way, are quite simple, but they're not easy. Sorry. God tells us that our love is to be exclusive. You are to have no other gods but me. So our love is exclusive. Our love is respectful. Don't make any other gods. Don't have any idols. And also our love is de demonstrated by setting time aside for God. So in the uh, Ten Commandments, 
were to make the Sabbath holy, a day of rest. But we can do that each day, can't we? Set time, time aside for, um, for spending time with God to be in his presence. The, uh, the, the last six commandments are really about our love for others. So, our love for our families, we're told to honour our father and our mother. Our love for our husband, husband and our wives, you know, do not commit adultery. And then our love for our neighbours. I love the way that the message uh, translates these verses. No murder, no adultery, no stealing, no lies about your neighbour. No lusting after your neighbor's house or wife or servant. We do this. We show love for others. The Old Testament really, you could uh, describe it as, as how the Israelites uh, got on with keeping God's commandments. Sometimes they kept them. But mostly, they spectacularly failed. And... Uh, the Old Testament really is the history of, of how, how that plays out and how they bear the consequences of, uh, of not keeping the commandments. They're led into exile, into slavery again. But the Lord consistently pursues his people. He desires that they are holy because he is holy. And this verse in Leviticus is uh, key. I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore be holy because I am holy. Be holy. What about us? We too are a work in progress. God calls us to be holy because he is holy. Uh, when we, when, just before we started this series... We, we had a, a, a Zoom call on the computer uh, with, uh, with the people who were going to be uh, doing the talks. And Jamie introduced this um, series to us, Work in Progress. And I, I really like this title because it, it, it works on different levels. Uh, work in Progress. It's, it's about God's work in us, but also what work we've got to do. God has saved us when we put our trust in Jesus. Nothing could change that. And he is at work in us to make us holy. So we are God's work in progress. He's changing you, making you holy, sanctifying you. But he also calls us to be holy, uh, as Paul puts it. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Work it out. That kind of sums up the Christian life, doesn't it? What is a tension between what, what is God's work and what's our work? And really we have to work in partnership with God. We have to work with God. I, I love some of the, the um, metaphors in the, um, in the New Testament. So St. Paul uses uh, this, this picture in... Um, Colossians 
he says, um, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. A lovely picture. Um, I don't know. I like to like to think as you, as we're getting dressed in the morning, as we put on our jumper. Uh, it's a jumper of compassion, our trousers of kindness. Maybe you could do that as you get dressed. You know, clothe yourselves with God. Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. But I keep failing. Maybe it's not not just me. Maybe you as well. Um, we do. We don't. We don't uh, measure up, do we? But we're not alone. Jesus promises some help, some mighty help. He says, "I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Advocate to help you, and be with you forever." The Holy Spirit. So we're not alone. We've got help. We've also got each other, haven't we? Just look around at each other here. We've got each other. I wonder if there's somebody you could encourage today. Somebody you could uh, maybe give some constructive criticism to. I don't know. I love this verse in Hebrews. It says this. And let us consider how we may spare one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. So we've got a job uh, to help each other to be holy as well. I'm going to finish with the words of Jesus, who uh, sums up the uh, Ten Commandments like this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Let me just pray. Holy and all-powerful God, we, we thank you that you are you're also the God who who longs for relationship. So help us to, to grasp something of what this means, that you are, you are holy, but you are also the one who, who wants to be intimate with us. Help us to be holy as you are holy. Holy Spirit, help us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen.